At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon. And if you're a bit confused why you're getting a second Clubhouse this week, it's because the LPJ Tour is back. And I figured, why not? The LPJ Tour is awesome, and we should get as much content as possible as they return. Uh, on Friday, as you're listening to this with the Drive On Championship. If you missed Mike Wan, the commissioner of the LPGA, earlier this week, very interesting conversation to hear about everything that goes into returning an entire group of sports athletes to their sport during uh, COVID and the coronavirus, the pandemic, and everything. So that conversation earlier this week, this conversation with the Corda sisters, both of them, Nellie and Jessica as we get set for the LPGA to kick off. Mention the Drive-On Championship. If you're interested in coverage, it starts on Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern till 11.30 a.m. on Golf Channel. Saturday, 4.30 to 7 on Golf Channel. And Sunday, they wrap up 5 to 7. And it's on, It's at Inverness, which is one of the more excellent golf courses out there. I had a chance to, to cover the Junior Am last year at Inverness. The Fried Egg has a great uh, video to take you through Inverness. If you haven't seen that yet, I'll tweet that out with this episode so you get a chance to see that because uh, Andy and the crew do do an amazing job there with everything, and it gives you a good look at a golf course if you've never got a chance to see it in person, why it's so great. You know, you hear golf courses, this place is awesome, this place is spectacular. Well, why? I feel like that question sometimes doesn't get answered, and Andy answers that through uh, through his video and his flyovers and his drones. So I'll uh, I'll make sure to include that with the link to the podcast. Hope you guys are having an awesome week. Hope everybody is staying safe. I want to get to the conversation because... Rarely do you get two sisters that are Solheim Cup teammates and also two of the best players in the world on the same podcast. So here you go. Hope you enjoy. And for the first time, uh, both Corda sisters in the clubhouse. Uh, and Nellie, I want to start. Today is is today your 21st birthday? No, 22nd, actually. Ah, okay. I, I, I was on. So first of all, I'm not very good at math. And second, I was online and uh, shockingly, Wikipedia had it incorrect. And I was wondering, 
why anyone on the planet would want to celebrate their 21st birthday by doing this podcast. So it's actually better that it's your 22nd. I'm I'm a lot happier that that's the case. But happy birthday. Um, do you guys have anything planned this evening uh, to celebrate? Um, no, I, I think we're just going to. Well, we're in Toledo, so we pretty much have to just quarantine in our rooms. Because it's first event. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jess, I was going to ask, what what is protocol for people out there that don't know? I mean, the LPGA back this week, you guys are playing an unbelievable golf course, and it's exciting. But what is protocol for for the LPGA Tour and the players as you guys get set to go? We're actually learning it as we go. Um, I know that we're not allowed to sit in restaurants, and then rooming with other players is kind of frowned upon, I would say. Um, and just, I mean, everyone just keeping their distance. We're also waiting for, um, COVID results to come back. We got tested yesterday. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's so weird. It really is so weird. You see players, we went to the driving range today and you like, you don't even know how to say hi. <laughs> you haven't seen them since January. And now you're like, I want to hug my friend, but you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. I bet it was like, was it, I don't know if you guys ever went to a camp. I, I, I know you guys were, were in Bradenton for a while when you were younger, but was this as close as you've ever been to the go back to camp and be re- reunited with friends considering how long a layoff it's been? Yes. <laughs> like running on the range and then you get close and just have to wave. I was listening to, to JJ Reddick has a podcast and he was talking about the NBA bubble. And the one thing that he said he wasn't prepared for is how much downtime there'd be. He said, I've never had this much downtime in my entire life. I mean, obviously, the last five or six months, we've gone through this every day. It's like 2 p.m. and you can't believe it's only 2 o'clock. The downtime now is going to be spent basically in hotel rooms, you know, just hanging and waiting to go out there and play. So I, I'm imagining maybe more time spent practicing and, 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 and on practice rounds, considering that's kind of the place you can go do something. I mean, for Nellie and I, it doesn't really change a whole lot of what we do. Um, we're kind of homebodies and I travel with my dog, Charlie. So I just try to find a park, which, you know, again, is outdoors. So it's completely fine. Um, but we kind of just like staying in the room and ordering an Uber Eats or, you know, getting something to go and just chilling together. Cause I mean, once tournament rounds start, it's, it's pretty stressful. And the more rest that you can get, the better. I wanted to ask both of you, but I'll start with you, Nellie. What do you feel like you spent the most time doing during quarantine that maybe you either didn't do or you did a little bit of, but you couldn't believe you spent this much time doing it during uh, during basically the last five, six, seven months? Um, well, thankfully, all the golf courses in my area were actually open, and I actually moved into my first place, so... That was exciting. Um, but I just got to, I guess, hang out with family. My boyfriend went, uh, came down, so I got to spend some quality time with him, which isn't really heard of when we travel so much. So it was actually quite nice. Yeah, and, and Nelly, you, I mean, your, your boyfriend, he plays in the NHL, right? So, I mean, you guys are kind of ships passing in the night. What, what are the, is this the most time you've got a chance to kind of spend together? Yeah, this is the most time I've ever spent with pretty much anyone. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> It. He's uh, he's in Edmonton. They're actually playing a game today, and then they start um, August first. So he's getting ready now. We're both getting ready. It's go time for us. Yeah, and, and Jess, I was going to ask you the same question in terms of things you spent. I know early on it was hit into a net. You you weren't allowed to kind of go out as much as Nelly was. What did you do to kind of pass the time that maybe you hadn't done in the past? 
I honestly was just home, like <laughs> settling the, like the house. And, you know, I was all of a sudden finding things that I was like, I need to change this. This needs to get updated. Like it's just all of a sudden settling into like a normal life. Um, I honestly forgot like where my staff bag was <laughs> um, going on so many more walks with Charlie, which I think he was just like, okay, human, like I'm, I'm good now. We, we don't need to go <laughs> for another walk. Um, but it was, it was just nice to, to be home for the first time, I think, ever for that long. Yeah, and you were hitting balls into a net. Now, one of the issues with the practice in the net, and now, mind you, you are a professional golfer that's really, really good. But, you know, you can hit into a net and, and bad habits can come out and you have no idea what you're doing. I was wondering, after all your net practice, the first ball you hit on a driving range, was it still good? Or did you have maybe like a slight pull or push that you'd basically perfected in the net no I actually was um I would FaceTime or send videos to my coach because we were working on like a grip change so it worked really well for me because I was able to work on the grip change without seeing where the ball went but I actually just picked a spot in the net that I was trying to aim at and I put a folding table underneath me and then I put a mat on top of that so I was actually (laughs) flat Cause the grass, I mean, you know, the grass, especially in Florida, it's not the best to practice off of. And so uh, I was like, how do I make this better? And how do I like make it even underneath my feet? And so I just made do with whatever we had. Yeah. It's, it's a adaptability. This is what we're all having to go through right now. It's uh, it's, it's what you have to do to make yourself feel normal again. Um, you guys grew up in this unbelievably athletic household. I mean, I, I don't, I can't imagine what it was like to, to be, you know, daughter of, of a couple of professional tennis players and your your brother's so athletic and so good. What was it like for you guys growing up in a in a family that was focused so much around sport? And was tennis a sport that was presented to you guys early on in hopes that maybe that would be the sport you guys would follow? Jess, uh, if you don't mind starting. Um, well, for me, I honestly, our, our parents were great because they put us in a bunch of different sports and whether that was gymnastics, figure skating. Um, I mean, our brother played hockey early on. Yes, I played tennis, played golf, but I just didn't have the love for tennis as I did for golf. And um, in terms of like for Nelly, <laughs> she kind of didn't have a choice at the time. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it was just, it was great to be able to play other sports and kind of fall on something that I truly um, loved. And, and Nelly, you, you, didn't ha- you didn't have an opportunity to do anything else. It was going to be golf for you. Um, no, I mean, I figure skated, we skied a bit of gymnastics, but I think golf was definitely, I mean, I started taking lessons when I, uh, I was six, but, um, I think golf is something like you can do as a entire family when it comes to tennis, like it's just like one-on-one. So I think that's the reason our parents and we all fell in love with it is because we could spend so much time together and just, you know, she's five years older. So in that competitiveness, like she was already so much better than I was when I was young. And it was just, it was something she could do with my dad. She golfed a lot with my dad and my brother and I hung out together. Usually. I'm going to put you on the spot and make you do a power ranking of your family's golf games. And, and, you know, you can, I'll let you bypass you two. Cause I mean, that doesn't really seem very fair to just do a one a and one B, but if you could power rank the, the abilities of the family members going down from you guys on. I would say my brother is 
super talented. Um, and so is my dad. They have like this amazing feel. I've never seen anything like, it. I mean, they could pull off shots that I could not pull off. <laughs> so I would say, I would say Seb is definitely a bit more creative. Like he'll hit like a 40 yard snap hook into like a par three just for fun. You know, he can like, he's kind of like Bubba in a way, but my dad has an amazing feel on greens. Like it's just, they're just both so good. My mom doesn't really play too much. I mean, she never really did. She watches. You you guys' family has had this unbelievable success in Australia. Is if you guys thought about moving to Australia? I mean, it's everybody basically besides your mom has won something huge in Australia. Is that correct? Well, my mom's actually won all uh, all four of them. To be honest, she's the main reason. <laughs> she gets all four of them (laughs) but i guess it's kind of like a family joke we always say oh maybe we should just move to australia (laughs) well you and nelly you were in australia this year i mean you flew out you flew out early in the year and and i don't know if a lot of people understand that the lpga was basically the first sports organization you know stateside that had to deal with events closing your plan i'm guessing was australia into that asian swing so you were out there and then things had to change what was it like being basically halfway around the world, play one event, and then out, your entire schedule was kind of thrown out the window. Yeah, it was crazy. It was actually the day I landed in Australia. They announced that they canceled Thailand and Singapore because those were going to be my two events after Australia. And I was like just relaxing in my room after after I got um, uh, back from the airport. And I was like, wow, this is such a long way to go for one week. <laughs> So it was crazy, but um, I love Australia. So any chance I get to go there, I will. Yeah, the, my one issue with Australia, well, I guess this would be layers of issues with Australia, is if you go online, if you're ever bored and you want a good deep dive, if you look up all the animals that are the most poisonous, dangerous, or animals that can kill you, 98% of them are in Australia. I mean, all the bad snakes, the crocodiles that are... Saltwater crocodiles, all these things that scare the hell out of me are all either in Australia or originated from there. And I, I, I was caddying for a friend of mine in, in the Australian Open years ago. I remember we just landed, obviously super jet lagged, really tired, and we were walking to the course. And I am super scared of spiders. And I almost walked into this web of a spider that was probably the size of a, of a hefty laptop size. And I told Irene, who I was caddying for, I said, I, I don't care if you if you miss a fairway. I'm not looking for a golf ball this entire week because those things were brutal. That's my that's my only knock. That's that's about the only bad thing about the the entire place. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, knock on wood, I have I don't think I've ever seen a snake in Australia. Nice. I mean, I'm from Florida, so I see a bunch of snakes down there, and there's a bunch of poisonous ones. So uh, I definitely am pretty scared of poisonous animals, but I haven't actually not seen one there. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Jess, this layoff has allowed everybody to, I mean, reconnect with friends, family, themselves, home, all the things. You mentioned you guys are homebodies. Has this really been the first time you've been able to kind of step away from the game? And how, I mean, and how long, you know, how long has it been since you could put the clubs away and forget where the bag was? Because, you know, you've been at this for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, it. this is definitely the first time that I've, been able to be home even in junior golf we traveled so much and um you were always preparing for the next thing and then all of a sudden you don't know when the next thing's coming and I think I took like a month off um maybe even two I would try to play or hold a club in my hand at least three three days a week just to still figure out what I was doing um and you know fill a golf club in my hand but it was so weird, especially being in Palm Beach where everything was shut down and the golf courses were closed. There was really nowhere to go and nothing to do. Um, so I just started reading a lot of books again, um, binge watching Netflix shows uh, and just really trying to find the positives and, you know, being at home and really enjoying this t- downtime that I do have. When did you click back in? When, when did you go from, you know, I'm holding the golf club a couple of days a week. I'm, I'm, I'm allowing myself to kind of get away from what I do for a living. What point did you go, okay, now I got to get back into it and get ready for this because you saw at least dates that were presented where tournaments were going to return. Yeah, honestly, like a month ago, um, like a month, uh, maybe even more, maybe a month and a half, uh, I went over to Bradenton um, not only to see my family, but also get a lesson from our coach, David Whelan. um, And, you know, just start, start being like, okay, what am I doing? (laughs) Um, And just, you know, playing and practicing a little bit. Um, Yeah. It's been, it's been a very interesting journey. That's for sure. Yeah. And Nelly, you know, you're, you're so young. You had so much success last year. I mean, you're number two in the world now in the Rolex rankings. I can imagine for you and, and I'm sure a lot of players that felt like the game was where they wanted it to be the break was a bit detrimental. Were you frustrated at all in terms of not being able to continue to play? Did you enjoy the break? What was it like for you over the last, you know, a few months? To be honest, um, I wasn't really that frustrated. I was at the beginning of the season. I was testing a lot of clubs and I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't playing the best. And over this break, I got to test some more clubs and I've changed 
a few things in my bag. So I'm really happy with kind of the break because I kind of got to sit down and really work on my game a bit. And I think um, it was definitely helpful. I wanted to ask about the Solheim Cup last year. You, I'm imagining that there are moments for the both of you, Jess. I'm sure as the older sister, there are times where you see your younger sister do something incredible or win or, or fire some crazy round, and you're so proud of her. This has to be, I'm imagining, probably a fairly weird experience in a way, playing with your sister. You know, you two being two of the best Americans in the world at the game. On that first tee, that first day when you guys were playing foursomes, what was it like as you were taking in the moment, taking in the scene, and getting a chance to do this with one of your best friends and somebody you grew up with? I mean, it was incredible. I I knew the pressure that was kind of on our shoulders because we had to play well. But at the same time, this was something I've been waiting for since, you know, I came out on tour and played my first Solheim Cup, and I looked at Nelly. Uh, back then was like, we need to do this together. Like, I don't know what needs to happen, but we need to get here together. Um, and we really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Obviously it's so different playing over in Europe, uh, a Solheim cup, just the atmosphere, but our fans showed up and it was loud and it was awesome. We definitely, definitely enjoyed our time and, uh, memories for forever and the fact that we went undefeated and I mean we came out and birdied the first two holes almost every single time so it was really cool <laughs> and Nelly, were, were you leaning on Jess in those moments knowing she's done this before I mean did you ask questions I know you have you know you got Julie you've got a lot of vets around but knowing you had your sister there that has played in a Solheim Cup and uh and you're playing with did you lean on her a bit especially early in those matches yeah definitely I made her hit that first tee shot <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I think we had like a really great plan going in. Jess is such a great putter and we kind of figured it out like with playing alternate shot, you really have to have a great like strategy. So I think for us having that strategy, it put, I think a little bit of weight off of our shoulders. And we also played that team event earlier in the year in Michigan. So I think all of that really helped and um, it just made the whole week kind of fly by and we had so much fun. An alternate shot, you know, this is a format that historically in and around golf, both on the men's side and the women's side, I feel like Americans haven't played the best. And it was a format where you guys both just steamrolled. I mean, both matches, I think you guys won six up. Why alternate shot? Why did it work so well? And at your next Solheim Cup, will you be pushing to play all the formats together? Um, I think it worked so well because our games are so similar when you put someone I feel like personally if you put someone like a longer hitter with let's say a shorter hitter you're gonna have clubs into holes that you've never really had but we know each other so well and we play such similar games distance wise that it was just so much easier uh Jess I was gonna ask what's a part of Nelly's game that you are envious of Oh, her short game, 100%. I mean, like like she says, we had, for Solheim, we had such a great game plan. But I always knew that even if, like, a mistake was to happen or whatever, we had each other's back. And I think the biggest thing is, is we know each other on such a deeper level that she knows exactly what to always say to me to either, like, you know, amp me up or piss me off. <laughs> and same thing, you know, for her, if we ever got down, I was right there and I didn't even let her, like I didn't miss a beat trying to lift her up. And 
sometimes when you're not really that comfortable with your partner, um, it's something that uh, that's a little tougher to do. I don't know if people understand how uncomfortable team golf can be. You know, you you think you know everybody's game and everybody's a professional and they're polished. I mean, nobody's making a Solheim Cup team that's not unbelievable at the game. But it is a bit uncomfortable because you are typically playing for yourself and that's it. So to be out on a golf course and have to make a putt for somebody else and to have to not, you know, hit an errant tee shot and put them in a horrible position. I mean, a lot is on the the player's shoulders when they're playing with a teammate. And, you know, to your point, it can be a little uncomfortable and it can be a little alarming if things aren't going your way. And it must be so nice to be walking with someone that you know exactly what they're thinking and what they're going to do. And especially if somebody like Nelly with, with a great short game, you know, you know, if you hit a good shot in, in, into the green, they're going to have a chance of making the putt. Yeah. I mean, Nelly was honestly the one hitting into the, into the green. So my whole thing that week was just please hit the green. Like, <laughs> hey, put me on the green. I will make the putt. And I mean, she's such a great ball striker. So it was always something that I could count on almost. I always knew that she was going to put me somewhere close and, you know, she can lean on me for putting her in the fairway and being able to put her in the best position that I possibly could have. So it honestly, it just worked like a dream. Uh, Nellie, I was going to ask about the final round in France last year. I, I know we obsess in golf about really low rounds. Um, I love to pick out the rounds where people play great rounds in brutal conditions. Where would you rank that final round in, in terms of your best rounds throughout your young career? In France? Yes. Which event? The one you won. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It, I was actually my first ever let event and just coming off of solheim like it was the week right after solheim and i was exhausted i remember flying in and the next day i slept till 2 p.m and i've never (laughs) done that in my entire life because solheim just it just emotionally and physically drains you so going into that week i just told my caddy i was like you know what like i'm here i just want to I don't want any expectations like i just want to play golf and have some fun you know especially after that week so Going out and winning that week was definitely really special. Um, I think it was my first win in Europe, so it was really cool. So you won your first LET event, and you won your first Symmetra Tour event. Is that right? Symmetra Tour? No, I won my first Symmetra Tour event in 2016. Okay, so so you turned pro, got on the Symmetra Tour, and your first event was the one in, in, uh, in Idaho, right? No, my first, I started the beginning of my Symmetra tour in the season opener. So I played the whole season okay. on Symmetra tour. I, and I won, to, I wasn't doing well that year. And thankfully I won that event. It was like the second biggest purse we had and it really bumped me up the rankings. And then I just played really solid going in to the last event and um, finished, I think, ninth on the money list and got my tour card that way. Jess, I was going to ask about this week and, and no fans. I mean, it's been a thing we've seen on the PGA Tour and obviously things we're seeing in all the sports as sports come back. Uh, what do you think will be the biggest change for you personally as you get set to play, knowing that, you know, you're going to kind of be out there with nobody watching? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Charlie's, Charlie's uh, answering that one. <laughs> Charlie, he, uh, it's going to be really weird, honestly. I've I've been thinking about it. I've been talking to a couple of the guys and it just, it's, it's odd. I mean, there's no stands. There's no, 
you know, it's, uh, this is something I've been doing for almost 10 years now. And it's going to be a really big change. Um, I love seeing all the kids, the families that come out, you know, that's how we grow the game of golf is through exposure like that. And not to kind of see that is going to be, it's going to be sad, but at the same time, you know, we appreciate the opportunity to be able to play and um, hopefully those fans tune in on TV and send us all the good vibes. One thing I feel like people don't know about the fans on the golf course is when holes are tucked or you can't see the green, the fans are your only reaction to if the shot's good or not. You know, so if you hit one up there and they cheer, you know, it's closed. And if they don't, maybe you're short or a little bit long. That's also a helpful thing that the fans bring to the game. Yeah, and same thing if you hit a little offline, you know, they're always there to look for your ball. Uh, it's like I said, it's going to be really odd. Uh, just that immediate feedback from them, like you said, is, is great. And even, you know, when you're not having a great day or even if you are having a great day, just their energy and they're there for you and um, they're trying to you know, lift you up. Um, it's going to be weird, but I'm excited to play and see see what it's like. And hopefully we can see our fans back out there really soon. Yeah, and Jess, you said you talked a little bit to some PGA Tour players about the return that they've gone through. Uh, what was some of their advice to you as you guys prepped to go? Oh, gosh, not a whole lot of advice. <laughs> it was more of just like, how weird is it to not have fans? And they're like, yeah, it's just, it's almost, you almost have to concentrate a little bit more um, because, you know, you, you let your mind wander a bit more. Um, I thought it was just super weird watching like Justin Thomas and Colin Martella in that playoff um, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, JT made that amazing putt. And usually that roar would just be so huge. Um, and there's nothing, you know, there's just a couple of people up top clapping for him. Um, it, it's just, it's funny and it's all weird. Uh, but it's the new norm right now. It's going to make y'all have to yell louder when putts go in. I mean, that's the key. That's what JT did. You know, you've got to make, if the fans won't be there for this, if they're not allowed in, then you've got to kind of create your own energy, right? I mean, I, I'm not a big, you know, getting excited if a putt drops, but maybe that's something that, that, that you're going to have to start. Yeah, it's true. Uh, last thing, uh, Nelly, since, uh, you know, you've been out on tour now for for a few years, what do you feel like is the biggest misconception about the LPGA tour? Um, I don't know. That's a pretty hard question, actually. Um, I don't know. I guess the reason, I mean, why I would say why the PGA tour is so popular also is because, you know, the hit bombs, they can pull off these shots like that the, LPGA, like let's say players can because we're not as strong, but I think, you know, there's a lot of girls that can really bomb it out here and we can pull off some sweet shots to us. So I think like the creativity side of it, I think um, people don't think we're as good as the uh, PGA Tour players, but you know, all these girls are so good. So I think that. Is there any young player on your radar right now that is, I mean, you know, the LPGA tour is so young and there's so many young players that are just unbelievable. I mean, teenagers, you know, that are, that are coming up that can compete and win on the LPGA tour. Is there a certain young player that you kind of have circled as the next person to turn pro and make an immediate impact that, that you've seen? 
be honest, no. There's so many young girls out here that can do that. Um, actually, a lot of the girls that are now rookies out on tour are girls that I uh, graduated high school year with that were my year. Um, so it's actually really nice to see them out here now. It's super weird, but super nice. So I don't really have anyone on my radar, but I know, you know there's so many great up-and-coming um, girls. Well, guys, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining me. Good luck this week. I, I, Inverness, I mean, I, I know you guys have seen it already, but uh, it is awesome. I mean, what, a, what an unbelievable golf course to return to. You know, I mean, what a, what a great start for the LPGA Tour. I know you guys are excited. Very excited. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. A big thanks to both Jessica and Nelly for joining, and, uh, and a thanks to everybody for coordinating, coordinating that, uh, as well as Mike. Uh, a big thanks to Mike for jumping on earlier in the week. I know he's got a lot on his schedule as the LPGA returns, and we're excited for uh, for LPGA golf. I've been missing it. I always love watching it, and I'm excited to sit down over the weekend and check that out. I will be playing golf next week. That's a rarity. Well, I mean, I... To be fair, I play a lot of golf. Um, I rarely play golf when it matters, and that is what I'm doing next. We got qualified for the Arizona Open a few weeks ago, and the Arizona Open is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I will be out playing, competing, hoping to make the cut. My goal is low amateur. Seems unlikely. I mean, but you know what? You got to set goals, and that's what I'm going to do. My outlook on the sport, I feel like since Get a Grip has started and getting to hear Max talk a lot about uh, the way he does things, I feel like I'm in a better place on the golf course. So I'm going to go into it with that being my goal. I'm going to go try to be low amateur. I don't know if you get a prize or a trophy or an invite to Augusta National, but that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go in and try to beat all the other AMs and see how that goes. So that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I will send out on Instagram and Twitter a link to follow scoring. If you're interested in that, if you want to follow along, a 36 year old uh, has been that's still trying to get it done. Uh, that will be. Uh, that will be something I'll send out on Twitter and Instagram at Shane Bacon if you want to follow along. Uh, if you like the podcast, if you're a fan, do me a favor, follow at the Clubhouse Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Send out links, pictures, 
That's where you can get stickers, koozies, things like that. If you've always wanted them, just send in a note there, but you got to be following. And that is it for this week. Enjoy the LPGA. We'll be back next week. The Clubhouse with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.